to Somebody's Mama podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra and Nicole. And we are on episode six. So thank you guys so much for listening so far. You guys have not left any rating or reviews though. <laughs> so we're going to need you to do that because it will help push our podcast so that more people can hear from us. So please pause right now because I know you listen to the other episodes. So pause it and go leave a rating and review and maybe we'll shout you out next week if you do. So go ahead and do that. (laughs) Very appreciated. Yes, we we love you for doing it. Um, But yeah, so we are in, in episode six. So it's going great. Having a good time. Loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. But yeah, Nicole, how was your week? And you know, the week was good. The week was good. Um, husband and I were able to get some alone time, which was really nice. Okay. You know, finally. But you know what? One thing that happened this weekend is okay, my daughter just started gymnastics, right? Oh, so cute. Yeah, it's real cute, but you know it's been real hot out here lately, right? Girl. So hot. Her gymnast her gymnastics, I'm sorry. Her gymnastics is upstairs, okay? Mm-hmm. I had to bring the baby with me for the past two classes, okay? Oh no. The baby, my my two month old, is a little constipated TMI because formula, right? Mm-hmm. The past two classes, she happens to poop right when we get to class. Oh, man. And it's like, imagine being in a hot room. Yeah, with a hot butt. (laughs) The new mom in the class. And then she's a little constipated, so she's like... And I'm just sitting there like, why you have to choose this time every time to go number two? That is so funny. I'm like, I'm happy that she's going number two because like I be like every like when I feel like she's a little constipated like the night before, I put a little like baby apple prune juice, not a whole lot, but like yeah, a, yeah. I use like, that a little too. Yeah, a little dab, and um, but when it come out, God help me. Um, I used to use the um the suppository for Bryson. Oh really? Like a liquid liquid suppository. Uh huh. Gross, but it helps instantly. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's like it comes in this little bowl thing. This is all TMI, but write this down if your baby is constipated. Yeah, it works really good. It's like an instant laxative, and you just squeeze a little bit up there, bottom. Uh huh. It'll come right on down. So, what? Where do I get this? At um Target, Walmart. Wh- where? In the baby section. I'll show it to you later, but because I still have some. But yeah, it looks like in a little clear thing, and it's like some liquid. My doctor told me to get it because. He was getting uh, constipated pretty often with the formula. Yeah. And because the transition was hard for him, like the 
breast milk to formula, his body was tripping. Right. So, um, yeah, the doctor recommended the the little. See, see, I'm glad you shared that with me too because it's sad when they get clogged up like that. It's really sad. Yeah, and sometimes, like even sometimes now, like if he gets constipated, it's not that it won't it doesn't come all the way down. So I might go to change his diaper and he'll have like a little turd stuck in there. And Brandon, yeah. so gross. Cause I just put, <laughs> I just pull it out. <laughs> you know, you somebody's mama. <laughs> yeah. You know, you somebody's mama when you pull that little turd out. Okay. You know, pull that little turd out. He's like, you just need a little help. Just take the wipe. Just give it a little, pool and it come right on out and he'd be like oh thank you mom <laughs> okay because this is you gotta do what you gotta do right but you guys had a good time yeah, I do. yeah so um yeah so that was that was good and i was happy my mom um she picked up the kids and they went out for lunch for like two hours they went and hung out and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it's nice when you can just talk to your spouse you know one-on-one two hours of just like you can actually communicate without any noise or anything you know right absolutely (laughs) but how was your weekend how was your week um my week was good and long um it was wedding week for my cousin and so it was a lot of prep for that. And then I also, Bryson had his surgery. Um, so his surgery went well. Surgery was on Wednesday. It went well. Okay. He did have a little bit of hard That's time good. coming off the anesthesia. So it was so hard to like see him so miserable like that. But um, the next yeah. day, about one o'clock in the afternoon, he was more walking around and like kind of back to normal he was still in pain but he was able to walk and play because they gave him some type of medication um, that numbed him from the bottom so he wasn't really able to walk so the day after his surgery he literally laid in the bed and watched sesame street all day so he didn't want me to leave his side so i literally could do nothing (laughs) so (laughs) so um but then I had to go somewhere in the afternoon and my husband texted me. He's like, he's back. And he sent me a video of him walking around, terrorizing everything. So I was like, wait, wait, girl. As soon as you left, as soon as I left there. Yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I tried to get him up. I'm like, maybe if I get him up and moving, he'll get back to normal. Yeah. Girl, he was laid up in the bed. I'm going to show you a picture. Like I had the pillow <laughs> propped up around him. You know, I have the covers on him. He's propped up so he can watch Sesame Street. And he literally laid there all day. So when he fell asleep to take a nap, I went, oh yeah, I went to get my nails done because I need to get ready for the wedding. So my husband sends me a video while I'm at the nail shop, like he's back. I'm like, I'm so happy to see him running around, but he was playing me. wait a minute wait a minute boy but i'm happy it went well hopefully we don't have to do any more surgeries um yeah i'm really glad that's behind us and then we had the bridal shower on friday it was beautiful she did a um, tea party 
So it was really, really nice. Um, and then the wedding was on, we had rehearsal on Saturday in Temecula um, or Fallbrook actually. And then um, the wedding was on Sunday. So it was a full craziness starting from Wednesday. It was just nonstop. I haven't gotten much sleep. So I just drank a cup of coffee and it's almost 8 p.m. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, isn't it crazy how like as moms, you just like you just learn how to just go but then you you because you know you're going to get to a spot where you're going to be able to go to bed earlier and rest right but you just got to get to that day girl so you but just, i'm happy you just do what you got to do to keep it moving and get stuff done because if you don't if you take one little break it's like oh it's no good it's like what happened okay. what happened today <laughs> but i'm happy baby boy feels is feeling better Yes, that's the biggest blessing of the week. I'm like so happy. My eye literally has been twitching for two weeks, like in anticipation for all of this stuff, like the surgery. And then I think it was like everything being so close together. Like I was helping organize the wedding. We've been working on this for months. And so like when the surgery was scheduled the same week as the wedding, I was like, It's like, oh, it's too much. But um, we got it all done. My cousin was happy. It was beautiful. Um, Her and her husband are so sweet. They are like a match made in heaven. Um, So it was really special to see that. I used to babysit her when she was like a baby, like a little girl. So like her walking down the aisle, I was like, oh my God, I'm so old. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of watching people walk down the aisle over the weekend, um, I started watching a wedding videos on YouTube. Oh god! <laughs> and first, it was just me and my son, who's six years old. We're watching it, right? Uh-huh. And my daughter is already asleep, and Josh was like, my husband was on the phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I look over at my six-year-old, and he's like mom it's gonna make me cry oh I'm like, he was crying from these wedding oh videos my God. i love it i was like oh my gosh he is straight crying i'm crying he's crying we don't know these people <laughs> but isn't that amazing for him to make that connection that love is a beautiful thing that can bring tears yeah. joy He's yeah, like, oh, I know what's happening, but I, I'm getting emotional. I'm getting choked up. <laughs> yeah, he was literally getting choked up and spread a couple tears, and then he had to come sit with me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we went down this whole rabbit hole of emotional weddings. <laughs> and one of them was my favorite that I made my husband come watch, and then he started crying watching it. Oh, uh-huh. there was this guy. He like he looked like he was about six foot eight, right? Uh huh. And he's trying to hold it all together. Like, he's trying to crack jokes with the pastor. Mm-hmm. And the pastor is, like, the pastor is um, joking around with him. And the pastor is acting like, hey, I, hey, man, I know you're a little nervous. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts, like, kind of joking around with the guy. And as the video progresses, you can see he's just, like, having a harder time keeping it in. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then he was like, uh, he, he tried to make a joke and he was like, I wonder who's next. And the pastor was like, uh, your wife. Uh-huh. And he was like, he, she, he was shaking his head like he knew. And then you could just tell, from there, he just started to fall apart. He uh-huh. was full blown crying and she had not even walked out yet. Oh, it that's so bad. funny. Uh, I always hear girls say, if he don't cry, I'm turning around and I, uh, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> Did Josh cry at y'all wedding? Okay, so you know what happened at my wedding is um, we saw each other before. Uh, yeah. I know, we kind of killed it, but you know what? Josh and I were so young when we got married. Mm-hmm. If we had not seen each other, we would have just been balling. We wouldn't have been able to enjoy it. Yeah. So you needed that first look. Yeah. We needed that first look, that reassurance. We're both here. We're actually doing this. Everything's going to be fine. And I'm glad at first we were upset that we did it looking Uh back. But then now, 10 years later, we're like, oh, no, we kind of needed that. We needed that. Well, my husband did the ugly cry, but I, I don't, I didn't even see it until I watched the video back because I was just <laughs> trying not to fall and I was trying not to fall apart myself. Cause anybody that yeah. knows me knows that I am a crier. I yeah. cry commercials. I can cry just thinking about anything. Like I am definitely a crier. So I was just trying to get down there, but he was doing the ugly cry. He was like, y'all can see my face, but... <laughs> <laughs> I do remember seeing him cry. Yes, maybe I'll post a clip one day. But um, <laughs> you know what? We've been talking about these throwbacks, and we haven't been posting them. We're gonna start posting them. Okay, so listen, I was looking for the prom pictures, right? And uh-huh. I found them, but they're so like the pictures I have. I think were with a Polaroid because they're really dark. Oh, okay. So I knew if I didn't like scan them and like fix them up they yeah. will be able to really see like so i was gonna ask you if you had any digital ones but okay i'll blast myself yeah i find them <laughs> i got a photo of us uh from a while ago too that i was gonna post Aww. okay more pictures somewhere i just have to find them yeah yeah so moving on let's get into these hot topics because there wasn't much that happened in the past week, but there was a few things that really popped off. Yeah. And the biggest one I feel like that popped off was Kim Kardashian finally admitting why they were getting a divorce. Yes. Especially because she's not one to like really, even though they have like, the show and everything she doesn't really dive too much into her relationship with Kanye like off right so I guess she like well I see him in the streets with his little I feel like she started talking more after that after you know he was seen with his new girlfriend or whoever he's dating right maybe she felt more comfortable to really share her heart so Kim was on the show and basically felt like she had all the big things in her marriage, but she didn't have the little things. Like she was third willing it with Chloe and Tristan to go work out and she wanted somebody. Uh, that, she uh, could. that was funny. Did you see the comments on that part? 
They was like, girl, never uh, idolize Tristan and Chloe's relationship. Like, working out is cool and everything, but you take it a little bit too far. <laughs> I was like, like we not about cool. to put... But yeah, go ahead. Like, we're not about to put Tristan on a pedestal. Period. But she basically was feeling like, you know, I want to watch favorite TV shows mm-hmm. and have things in common and be compatible. Mm-hmm. And she felt that he deserved to be with somebody that could, you know, travel with him state to state because he's always moving to different states and stuff like that. And she was just like, you know, she's just now ready for the small things. Yeah. And after she did that, after that show aired, Kanye unfollowed all the Kardashians. <laughs> and my thing is, a week ago, they were all posting, happy birthday, Kanye. You're our brother yep. for life. You're our brother forever. Yep. And one little comment, he's like, if you. Yeah, he's like, forget y'all. But, you know, that the girl that he's been seeing around town with, she has been in some of his fashion shows she's been um in some of his campaigns and you know kim is probably familiar with her because she's been in the campaigns and stuff but i i feel like you know what okay one more thing she said that he that they got along better when he was out of state compared to when she was in the state Mm-hmm. And what I think is sad about it is it's weird. It's weird. Like if me and my husband wanted to move out of state, we're going to do the pros and cons of us moving out of state. Mm-hmm. And if it's not beneficial for both of us to move out of state, mm-hmm. then we're not moving out of state. Right. But I feel like they did a lot of things where they moved separately. Like, yeah. you know, of course, they did things as a couple, but they both have their own lives, which is nothing wrong with that. But I feel like for things like that, you should be able to move as a family unit. Like, yeah, you know, agree that we'll live here part-time and we'll live there part-time. Or if you're going to go live there, then you need to make an effort to come here X amount of times a week. Because let's be honest, like they have everything at their disposal. Like right. you come into town when you want to come into town. We have four children, small children. Yeah. yeah. And you it's COVID, so what do you, what reason do you have to be gone all the time? But yeah. But and that's a red flag anyway. If you feel like you're doing better when you're apart, then that's a sign that you might not need to be together or you have some really serious issues that you need to work through. Whereas, so you can't get along when you're in the same household. And it's just, it really makes you start to think like, you know, my thing is too, how early, I wonder how early she knew like things were not going well. Because I could see the signs before they even got married. Watch the show. Okay, okay. Like he because, was to control everything. He switched all the whole way she dresses. Like yeah. he had an opinion about everything she did. And it was just everything. like he was trying to mold her into the person who he wanted her to be. So right. 
I don't know if he really fell in love with her or he fell in love with the idea of who he could make her. Yeah. Because he did a lot of molding and it worked out for their benefit financially. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't do much for their relationship, I feel like. And then being in the public eye times a hundred because they're on a reality, not only are they just celebrities, but they had a reality show um, that he never really wanted to be a part of. So I'm sure that drove a wedge because he didn't want to be a part of it. He didn't want the kids to be a part of it. Yeah. And it comes with the territory. Like she signed up for it. She created it. So, yeah. Um, she had to, her family had to be a part of it in some capacity. So I think it was just a lot of stuff, you know, just from, from the information that we do have, it just seems like a lot of stuff just didn't line up. Could you imagine having a whole relationship and the best part of the relationship is that it just, that it benefits your career? No. I just, it's just like, no. Oh. what's the point because if if that's the case then you could be my manager or <laughs> my business it, partner or like you don't need to be the father of my children like but think about this too i knew she had problems being pregnant or she had the situation or whatever mm-hmm. but now i mean who knows but those last two children were by surrogate yeah what you saying the last two kids they didn't have to do nothing they that's true if it's and if it's a business partnership you know ain't no telling what goes on behind closed doors like all and sometimes when people go over the top for stuff all this yeah. is stuff is to cover up something else or is to, you know, smoke and mirrors, you know, it's like, look at us. We're happy. Like, <laughs> it's like, bro. yo, I just, life is just way more amazing than to do that, which is crazy. It's just, I mean, we're just, we're just throwing ideas and thoughts out there, but it's just wild to think that it's a possible, even a possibility to just, put your career and how the world sees you before your own happiness you know your true happiness like I don't I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that like I feel like it's more valuable and more fulfilling for me to be with somebody that I enjoy being with every day that I get excited to see yeah that I enjoy talking to like me and my husband were just talking about how we love like when we get the opportunity, like you said, to just talk to each other without the interruption of the kids or just to be like with each other. Yeah. And like chilling, you know? Yeah. Like that's our favorite thing to do is just to be like with each other. So I couldn't imagine like being with somebody that I didn't like to be around. Like I couldn't wait to get away from. Like, that's weird, bro. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I got too short and there's too many people in the world for you to just be sitting up with somebody that you don't even like. And and truth be told, there's a lot of people that are not celebrities that do the same thing. We want to keep it above. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I get it, you know, after you make that commitment, it's it's harder to just walk away from. I'm not saying anybody right. should 
like walk away from their relationship. Um, but I just think that those are things that you should consider before you get married. Like, do you really enjoy the person? Listen. What they can do for you or what your vision of the future could be. Like, do you enjoy that person right now? <laughs> okay, listen. Speaking of, do you enjoy that person? Now you should think of that before you get together. Um, Erica Mena, is that her name? Yep. Erica Mena and Safari. So there was a, um, did she put out a tweet? Yeah, it was a tweet. I think your um I think your speaker is muffled. Oh, sorry. There you go. There you go. Okay, it was a tweet, but basically basically it went down the lines of not wanting no, was it Erica Mena? I think I don't remember who who posted it. I think it was or no, it was um Bambi. But people were, I think people were assuming that it was about her. I just remember Bambi said something along the lines of let's normalize like not having people, or maybe she reposted it, not having people in um, the room while you're giving birth that you don't get along with or something along those lines. Oh, so yeah. Basically the gist of it is, the question that we're, we're posing is, is it okay to not have somebody in the room who normally is supposed to be there if they don't bring positive energy to you personally? So if you're beefing with your significant other or your mom or whoever you assign as your support, if they're no longer, if you no longer feel that support for them, but they feel like they're obligated to be there or they are um deserve to be there like the father <laughs> is it okay to say no i don't it, want you here you know i feel like this question is only comes up with now because in the pandemic like not pandemic but during these times right now pandemic times or whatever you can only have one support person right and before when we were in the thick of it you couldn't have anybody yeah, you couldn't have nobody. Have and then before, and before the pandemic, you could have three, four people. I had about four or five people in the room with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I, I'm be honest. I don't know how people do that. But everybody that was in there was like had an assignment, and there were maybe it was just three. It was my mom. Well, while I was while I was laboring, I had my my best friend, her husband. My mom, my dad, and my husband, we were all in there like chilling. But then when it was time to push, it was just uh, my best friend, my mom, and my husband. So okay. she was record. my best friend was recording. My okay. mom was holding one foot and my husband was holding the other foot. That's some support, okay. And we had the gospel music playing. Everybody, nobody was like freaking out. At first my mom was like, girl, I don't want to hold your foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't come here i came here to pray i didn't come here to be all in the mix like <laughs> she said i pushed you out i ain't trying ever 
<laughs> but it does make a difference. I feel like yeah, who, who's in there to support you, you need them to be able to say the right things. You don't want to look at them and start thinking about the argument y'all was in last week. Yeah. You know, and then that'll take you off your game because you need to be able to focus and breathe properly, properly and like, you know, keep yourself calm. But if yeah. she's looking at him, thinking about all the people he done cheated with or... <laughs> whatever whatever their issue was i feel like you do reserve the right to say hey listen listen you're gonna have to pull together it's a a, a privilege to be here but at the same time he's the father okay hold on this is my thing they was going through divorce situations prior to getting pregnant the second time i don't understand it i do not understand it you was already going through divorce speculations and filing for divorce and taking off divorce and fighting on the internet prior to being pregnant with number two. Yep. He had tweeted one time that he don't want to have no more kids one is enough. Okay? Then y'all pop up pregnant. Then you pop up pregnant. You know what I think it is? People are afraid to have multiple baby daddies. Right. And so they're willing to just you know what, let me just get pregnant real quick. I don't got to stay with him. Let me just get this second child because I just want two kids. So let me just go ahead and get pregnant and I'll deal I with the later. Too. I was like, that could have been a possibility to where she was just like, I, I want another baby. I don't want this baby because her son is older. So she yeah. could have been like, well, I don't want this baby to grow up by itself. But also, you know, they're so up and down. Yeah, They could have had some makeup sex and you know, pop up, pop up pregnant. So, so I just okay. I would say this: if it was my first pregnancy, if it was my first delivery, and we fighting and we not getting along, I may not have you in there. It might be your first child, but this is my first time delivering a baby. Yeah. My second time delivering a baby. If I don't like you, you can still be in the room. Because I already know, like, what's about to happen, how I'm about to do this. Yeah, and, and, and I also think it depends on if you're having a baby natural, if you're having an epidural. Like, if you know if you have an epidural, you get your epidural and it's taking away the pain and you're going to sleep, you know? Yeah. I think for me, I would, I don't know, while I'm pregnant, okay, in my right mind, while I'm not pregnant, I think I would say... I would let the father in regardless because I feel like sometimes dads don't get the they don't get yeah. the same respect as a parent that they deserve as mothers do. So it yeah. takes two to make the child, but the mom gets the decisions because she's care physically carrying the baby. So she's the one who gets to make all the decisions. But I think I would want my child's father to be able to be a part of that if I want them to be a part of that child's life. Oh, because yeah. if you want, if you don't want him to hold a grudge, I mean, men should fight for their child regardless. Yeah. But I feel like you just starting off on the wrong page if you don't allow him to be a part of the child coming into the world, but then you want him to support the child for the rest of the life and you get to pick and choose when you want him to be a part of a chart a part of the child's life so yeah 
that's me i'm a logical person i'm like listen i don't want my child to be fatherless i don't like yeah. you now don't say nothing just stay in the amen corner yeah unless i ask you to come rub my feet or something you sit over there and be quiet okay <laughs> you sit over there. Fact, don't look at me look at the baby don't look at me <laughs> don't eat and i don't want to see you eat I don't want to see you eat nothing. If you need to eat, eat, step out the room. If you got to talk on the phone, step out the room. Cause yeah, he's about to step out the room. You need to sit over there and be quiet until I say you can talk. <laughs> that's it. Because that's it. Listen, that's but then you're right. In your right mind, that's what you're thinking. Because when you're pregnant, your hormones and your brain... Everybody get out! Everybody get out! I'm hot! <laughs> You look at him and be like, and another thing. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> to breathe? I said don't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. You can't breathe. <laughs> oh my God. That's so true. That's so yes. true. But that's a hard. But so I hope she does allow him to. The type of guy he seems like, talking about Erica Man and Safari. Yeah, he seems like he would be devastated if he couldn't like be in there. He seems like he's very yeah. emotional and like you know, yeah, like that. Um, another topic that we um saw speaking of like breakups, this is a question that was posed on the gram, and we just thought that we would just talk about it a little bit. Uh, Quavo and Sweetie, we know they broke up or whatever, right? Oh yeah. So he gifted her a bit is a Bentley truck. It was a it was something. I don't know if it was Bentley truck. Car, he gifted her, right? Yeah. Then he put in a song that he took it away. Yeah. So is it okay to be an Indian giver like when you break up? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you take your stuff back? I know history says that it's okay because we've seen all in the movies. It's like, here, I want this back. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I feel like it's tacky. Like, I feel like unless it's like a family heirloom or something that had super sentimental value that it's just like, I don't want you in the house with your next person with my my grandma's ring. Yeah. I feel like that's okay to take back. But I feel like if you bought the girl a car... See, this is the thing though. If you gonna have a man buy you a car, he needs to have uh-huh. a title. He needs to everything needs to be in your name, <laughs> or else yes. I want it. Because you know what that happened to um that happened to somebody else too. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? She got gifted a Jeep, and she didn't realize it was leased under his name. Uh. Oh, that singer, that singer. Oh my gosh, she was she with Jason Derulo. I don't know. Wait, hold on. That happened to that singer too. She's now she's now with that guy that's like light skin with green eyes, and they have a little boy. Huh? She's married. Yeah, that happened with Jordan Sparks too. Oh, he took a car back from her. He took the car back. Yeah, he. She was like, it was leased. Yeah. First of all, no. (laughs) If you gonna buy me a car, buy me a car. Okay, this is. This is what I think with the Quavo situation, okay? Mm-hmm. When she went on respectfully with that guy, yeah, Joshua, whatever his name is, right? right? Justin, that's what his name. Justin. When she went, when she went on there, she said 
when she was with a guy and when he that guy got uh, was trying to get her back mm-hmm. and he gave her enough money to buy a house like it was like six figures to get her back uh-huh. like cash after basically like six figures or something like that right mm-hmm. like as a sorry and got her back this is my thing i think from Quavo's perspective if if allegedly if that was him that cash after because who else has she had dated that would have had six figures to give her nobody else okay mm-hmm. uh, and i don't think the other guys she's dated like justin combs and those other guys i, I think they were smart enough not to cash up somebody six figures okay you never know you never know you never know but justin combs i think he's or whatever whichever one she dated i think he's a diddy son i think he's a little smarter anyways mm-hmm. quavo was if he allegedly was the person that gave her that six figures in cash, mm-hmm. my stomach might be a little upset to see you like rolling around in the Bentley. Because if you're in LA, you're gonna run into each other. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and so I think that's more of it. Like I, I already gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundred thousand of gifts and now i gotta see you actually driving around in the car like it might have been just like but also she was stunned because when they first broke up people already was like are you gonna take the car back are you gonna take the car back or something and she like showed the keys like he ain't taking nothing back basically oh so yeah when they first broke up that was a whole topic of discussion so I guess he put that in a song as a, a comeback. Like, actually, I did take it back. I think it's because it's publicly, like, if you're publicly trying to make me look like a dummy, yeah. like I was spinning racks on you, then yeah. I'm going to publicly let people know I'm not a dummy. I took my stuff back. But it's embarrassing. But at so, the same time, I don't think anybody was thinking, well, I didn't think he was done for doing it because that's what they do. That's what these rappers yeah. do. They spend money on the girls. Like they give them everything. It's like a competition. Who can spend the most money? Like, yeah. but if you act to me and make you look worse by taking it back because it looks like you're oppressed. Like, yeah. If, yeah. If you just did it because that's what you want to do and you got it like that. What is, what is the car to you? It's hers. Like, you know, and it would have been a it would have been a bigger move to be like, yeah, I gifted her the Bentley and I let her keep it. I didn't really need it. You know, that was a, yeah. that was a that was yeah. a bar. Yeah, that was a bar. Bar. That right? was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways, let's jump into our mama moments. Mama, mama moments. We got a good topic today, so we want to. Move it right along. Yes. I didn't even really think about my mama moment, to be honest. Listen, <laughs> I had a mama moment today. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old was trying to negotiate him getting his own iPhone. Oh, my gosh. And it was crazy because he's trying to negotiate why he should get a phone. And as I'm replying back to him on why he's not getting a phone and what needs to happen for him to be able to get a phone and how old he has to be, it was like I could hear my mom talking to me when I was a kid asking her for a phone mm-hmm. and she was telling me all the reasons why I didn't need a phone. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, I don't, I'm so torn on the phone thing because I'm a paranoid parent. And oh, yeah. so it's like, maybe I'll get Kendon like a jitterbug or something because <laughs> I don't want him to be <laughs> stranded somewhere and can't contact me. But like, at this but I'm age, not getting you no iPhone. You're not getting no iPhone. No, you're not getting no iPhone. But at this age, you're with them like all the time. You know where they're at. Except for at school. Kendra, I'm, we're not going to talk about that subject. <laughs> <laughs> we're I don't not think at six, at six, no. I don't think no, that's not at six. No. Because the teachers actually walk them out to the curb. Yeah. And all that, whatever. Middle school, I think that's when it's time for a phone. Yeah. And, and I think maybe even right before middle school but yeah, yeah definitely in that area yeah for sure yeah I think of a mama moment i um uh you propping up your son and uh oh <laughs> <laughs> watch the sesame street and getting played yeah yeah that this week was wild um man time is flying but it's moving slow at the same time yeah it's 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 i don't know what it's doing but it's going yeah girl and my brain is fried so yeah i'm gonna I'm probably give y'all my mama moment on um on instagram oh <laughs> i think i did post something that could be considered a mama moment so you know how kids um history repeats itself kids get into the vaseline and they rub it all over their face right oh yeah yeah so um, I don't know if you guys saw it. I actually posted it on the uh, somebody's mama Instagram the other day. So I was putting Vaseline on the baby and mm-hmm. I left the jar by my feet. So next thing I know, Kendon's walking over with a handful of Vaseline. But before he could like put it anywhere, he was like, mom, look. And he's just like <laughs> moving his fingers around. He has like a glob of it on his hands. And I'm like, wait. Because <laughs> you know the next instinct is to go to their face or to their hair. So I'm like, wait. And I said, Oh, you want to do mommy a favor? Rub it on mommy's feet. Rub it on mommy's feet. And so Oh my goodness. So I got gave him a place to be able to put the Vaseline and I got a foot massage out of it. So pat myself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> you saved a whole bunch of cleanup, okay? Girl, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I left the Vaseline sitting there open and exposed for these kids to go crazy. But that's why it's important to watch your kids because I caught it before. <laughs> okay. Thank God you caught it, honestly. Thank God. Because that stuff get in your eyes. Oh Girl. my God. And he had a big old glob of it. Like he like digged his hand Dug in. Up. He was ready. I never leave that stuff out and exposed for them. But like I said, I've been really tired. So (laughs) (laughs) almost got me, but he didn't get me. Not today. (laughs) Not today, okay. Because they move quick. Right. So the main topic this week we'll be discussing is balancing marriage and motherhood. Yes. Yes. So with us both being married. Um, it is a topic that I feel like comes up a lot, um, especially with like new moms, um, 
trying to, you know, you're trying to be all you can be as a mom, you're trying to be all you can be as a wife. And a lot of times, you know, things get lost in translation, you know, your baby has, relies on you for everything. So your natural instinct is to, you know, cater to the baby, all about the baby, especially if you're breastfeeding. Um, When you have other kids that come into play, like it's so easy to, for both of you actually, to just invest all your time into the baby and then you look up and realize like wow i haven't really talked to my spouse or i haven't you know we haven't spent any personal time or i don't even know what's going on with them you know yeah Uh, we just wanted to talk about um you know the balancing act and things that have worked for us um our own personal experiences and um why it's important i feel like when you get pregnant you i never in my pregnancy especially with well i mean with the first one obviously i never thought about like i knew the relationship would be different but you're you're as a new mom you're learning so much at one time about a baby and taking care of the baby and your body's changing and you're going through all these hormones that i feel like you you have to live in the moment you can't really look you can't really like you can't really invest your time far out because so yes. much new things are happening every day yes. that once the baby gets there, you're just on this full cycle of trying to take care of the baby that you're tr- you're learning so much at one time mm-hmm. that you don't even realize. Yeah, it naturally that- happens. It naturally happens because your brain is already in overload because you're trying to heal. You're trying to learn how to feed the baby. You're trying to get a routine going. You're trying to get sleep whenever you can. Like the last thing on your mind is like thinking about any other person besides the baby. I feel like it's after like six months, four to six months when you like get in your groove and like, you're past all like those newborn stages where you finally feel comfortable as a mom and you look up and you're like, oh. (laughs) 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 But I will say like my husband was like a little better um, about it than me. But I think also too, because he's so in tune with me, like he will literally be like, you know, I called your mom, she's going to come over so that we can take a little break and just go to lunch or something like that. You know, like nice. he had to like kind of step in and like do those type of things because I was all in, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so it does pay to have a spouse who is kind of like in tune with those things. But like, what do you do if you're both, um, you know, just into the moment, which is great. You're supposed to be yeah. in the moment. You're supposed to be learning the baby. It's, I think it's okay to give yourself grace when it comes to right. that. But it's, there's some people who are like two years in and they're like, we never go out. We never, I think that's mm-hmm. when this conversation really comes into play where, you know, time is flying by the, the kid is in preschool and yeah. You still haven't really found your groove. Um, so. Because at the beginning, and I think also it becomes hard 
to sometimes have that conversation because I think some spouses will feel like they're being selfish to bring up that they feel neglected because it's not like the other spouse is doing anything wrong they're trying to take care of the baby but and it's like okay that's my child I want my child to be taken care of so I think sometimes one of the spouses can feel like you know is it selfish of me to bring up that I'm feeling neglected when the other spouse is really you know stepping in to take care of the child and it's like creating that balance that works for your own relationship you know and it's like nobody should ever feel selfish to 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 bring up how they feel right absolutely and then you know it's important like i i do know what you're talking about too because um i feel like i felt that way with um with my first son because um you know my love language is quality time and like Mm -hmm. things like that so um especially like when you're at home when it's just you and the baby it's like you start to feel like oh lord (laughs) this is my life (laughs) (laughs) and at the same time it's like you do feel guilty for wanting to like have a breather or just to spend time with your husband or just to feel like a person and not somebody's mama like you know yeah so I, I definitely um, can relate to that, but I think it's it, it's helpful to have that open line of communication with your spouse. Um, and I think sometimes you have to have that initial conversation to let each other know that um, you have the freedom to be honest with me about your feelings. Because right. sometimes, you know, you know, with lack of sleep and stress and trying to like do everything, um, things can come out and not be taken in um, as nicely as you would think. So, you know, you feel criticized if somebody mentions something to you. Like, so opening up those lines of communication to where you don't take everything so personal. And yeah, your spouse could be like, did you swallow the baby? Yeah. <laughs> Did I swallow the, I swallow the baby? I know how to swallow the baby. <laughs> it don't look like I swallowed the baby. <laughs> you like sitting on edge, like, bro, I'm not getting at you. I'm just asking you a question. And I feel like it was a lot of that <laughs> when we first had our our first baby. It was a lot of no, I'm just asking, just asking, you know? Because it's like you don't want to create more attention, but you still want to be able to communicate with each other because mm-hmm. I need to check. Like, I need to make sure we're on the same page about what they need to be eating or... <laughs> or they'd be like, I think the baby's hungry. And when you're breastfeeding, you know, it's like every hour, every two hours. Right. Like, I think the baby's hungry. I just fed the baby. I just right. fed okay. the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I think having those check-ins and like, you know, knowing that each other is coming from a um, a good place and a place of love. And it's like, so I would say things like when I ask you a question, it's not me attacking your parenting style. It's because I literally want to know whatever the answer is to that question. I'm not, there's no underlying issues behind it. I'm not criticizing how you're doing something, but because there's a newborn here. We got to do checks and balances. We need to make sure that we're on the same page and stuff. And women, we're a little bit more detail oriented when it comes to things like that. So 
for my own sanity, I need to ask you this because if I don't ask you this and then something happens, I'm going to be um, mad at myself for not speaking up about it. Right. So I had to communicate that to my spouse so that he knows that I'm not attacking him as a parent. I'm just asking him just to make sure we're on the same page about stuff. And um, he could also communicate with me how it makes him feel when I do do these certain things. So then moving forward, we know how to approach each other so that somebody is not feeling like they're being downed as a parent or, you know, their parenting style is being criticized or whatever. Because the last thing you want to do, if you do have a hands-on spouse, is to shut them down to where they never help you again. And then you get mad that you don't have no help. Right. So if you open up those lines of communication to where you guys can learn, you know, how each other needs to be spoken to, um, of course, it's not going to happen every time because nobody got time for that. But you learn as you go, as you keep talking about it. So I feel like the balance really comes from the ability to communicate, like over communicate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of times people think, oh, just communicate. But it's like, no, you got to over, mm-hmm. over communicate. That's how you kind of create that balance. Because if you, you can't assume, yeah, you can't assume nothing. Mm-mm. And you can't <laughs> assume that your common sense is their same as their common sense. Right. Especially if you're with the baby more than the other uh, significant, the other spouses, because you're going to have different levels of awareness with the baby too. Right. That's very true. And I think sometimes that gets lost in translation because, um, like you just said, because we spend more time with the baby, we kind of learn them a little bit better. And if we speak up about something, then it feels like correction, which it kind of is, but (laughs) (laughs) I go over well you know it's like I'm their parent too I've been doing I remember we had a a discussion about that one time with I think (laughs) most of these things happen with your first kid because by your second kid you find your groove you know it's like you do well at this I do well at this let's be in the middle but with that first kid it's kind of like and then me and my husband are overachievers so we kind of like get in competition of you know it's like I got it I got it I got it you know it's like <laughs> over <laughs> I steam the bottles I do the diaper change yeah, I'm like, taking the diapers yeah. out <laughs> yeah. it's like we over help each other which is a good thing but sometimes it can feel like you stepping on somebody's toes so yeah. he would kind of be like am I doing it wrong like he'll stop like why you always say that am I doing it wrong like like, no, I'm just making sure because the last time you had put it, you had turned the nipple <laughs> uh, um, face down and it's dirty right there. So you can't do that, you know? <laughs> and, and then I, I, when you left, I washed it again. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make sure I told you because I just saw you do it again and I don't want to have to keep washing it behind your back. So I just wanted to let you know that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Okay. I think and that's when that over communication comes into play it's like well this is why because um, yeah. a lot of times I feel like they think that we just nitpick at them just to like just because for fun 
But I don't know why guys think that. I, I just don't well, understand. I don't why. We don't got time for that. I, I just don't understand why. Why? Well, I learned you have to pay attention to those type of things and it saves you drama later on. Yeah. I with my husband that sometimes I have to explain. I can't just tell him something. I have to explain why. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense to him. It's not going to resonate with him and he, it's not going to stick. So yeah. if I correct him on something, I tell him why. And then he'd be like, oh. See, you know, I grew up like that too. Like you have to tell me why before you tell me what you want me to do yeah yeah i grew up like that too like i have you have to explain it and then when i when i talk to my husband i'll do the i'll do the explaining first mm -hmm. and then the i'll do the why first and then what i need him to do mm -hmm. and he'll be like don't i don't need i don't need that whole front part just tell me what to do yeah <laughs> and i'm like but i need to tell you why we're doing this because this. he's like i don't I don't need to know that part. Just tell me the ending part. But I'm like, hey, you need to know this part because this is the part of the part that's right. Like, do this because if this part is different, then we don't have to do this. Right. Like, no, just just tell me what to just when to do it when when to do it. You know, do it. Just and tell me when. The that's the part where everybody is different comes into play because. Yeah. Some people need over explanation, and then like me, I'm not the type of person that needs an over explanation like if i ask you a question i just want you to answer the question that i ask yeah. i don't yeah. just say like if i say um what channel was it on it's like oh it's on channel five you know the k ktla network um you got to go up and then over into the no i know how to get there i just asked you what channel it was you know see i would be like oh see that show, that show you're watching, it used to be on channel three, yes. and then the, the new network took over, now it's on channel five. Yes, yes, and so sometimes that gets like a lot, because I'm the, <laughs> that type of person where I'm like, I'm like Josh, I don't need the roundabout. Yeah. But Brandon, he works in where he communicates, and he has to be so thorough that yeah. he's thorough about everything. So I'd be like, baby. Mm -hmm. I don't need all that. I just need to know. <laughs> I just need to know what time I'm in. I gotta get there. I don't need to know why. I don't need to know if I and, and, I, and we had to learn each other. So I had to tell him if I need to know why, I'll ask you why. Yeah. <laughs> but with him, I do over explain because that's his communication style. That's what he needs. You know, right? So that's where the balance comes into play. It's just learning each other take the time to learn each other instead of just assuming you know that yeah. your way is the, the best way and the way that it needs to be like we have to learn to work together if you want a partnership because it's a lot of times where i've physically seen it where you know women are like well he doesn't help do this he doesn't help do that but when you observe them like if he tries to do something, they take it out of their hand and like do it for them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if I would be the same way, if you take it out of my hand too many times, I'm just gonna stop trying. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that no more. You gonna do it, so. Right, so what's the point? And then you can't get mad at him years later and like, he don't help with nothing. He don't wanna do nothing. Well, you got to give them the opportunity to do so. And uh, with a lot of men, you, they need instruction. So you just have to know your partner and learn what each other needs. Because it's going to be different 
when it's just the two of you and then when you throw children in the mix okay because um, it's so funny like the difference like with this this third child mm-hmm. we i have we're at a point where we have to sit down every week and talk about the upcoming week because mm-hmm. his schedule changes a lot every day mm-hmm. my schedule changes a lot every day so every sunday we have to look at the full week and what's already on the calendar manage who's doing what on each day yeah. and then on top of that be willing to rework the day if needed that's good that is so good though it's good but it's like it's crazy how like the third child throws that throws that in the mix because before it would have probably just been okay i'll take the kids i'll pick up the kids and yada yada but since we have the newborn and the daycare so far away we have to for now only for like two more months but we have to really assess the week each day timing of the day and be willing to (laughs) change at any hour yeah it's like we we're really like in line which i'm actually really loving because i'm a planner so like i'm able to kind of plan my day have my to-do list have my goals like i'm the type of person where i get a lot of little goals done that Mm -hmm. get a bigger goal done and so I've loved it, but it's kind of crazy. Like with each child, you you get more and more on your planner list because before I had my third child, I started researching like moms with three kids, four kids, five kids, six kids, eight kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to know how to do this, okay? Right. And they uh, had they had uh, things down to the to the pick the whole yeah they had the things down to where they picked out all the outfits on sunday and had them all ready on sunday for the whole week wow well yeah you got that many kids you can't be picking out clothes in the morning no you can't because you got a lot you got a lot of kids to bathe and eat feed and Mm -hmm. and so even with just adding this third one in the mix she was the easiest to to she's been the easiest um because she's the third one for me for us but at the same time it's taken our planning and our scheduling up like a whole notch so that's good as far as like managing the household how do you feel like balancing the marriage in with that how has that changed with the third kid do you feel like you've gotten better or is it throwing a monkey wrench in it because there's an extra kid you, you know what I think I think it really comes down to we have we've we've learned different things of how we like to each spend quality time mm-hmm. so my husband is very like I want to talk to you throughout the day even if it's five minutes mm-hmm. I want to talk to you throughout the day five minutes here 10 minutes there kids are playing i want to yell over the kids and talk <laughs> yeah and i don't really like that okay i'll be honest i don't really like that but i've learned to adapt to it mm-hmm. because it makes our marriage better because he's happier and he doesn't feel neglected and he yeah. wants to just talk to me five minutes here 10 minutes there throughout the day mm-hmm. and then for me i like once the kids are asleep 
I want to talk to you for like 10, 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then like, then I'm going to bed, you know, yeah. or, or if we're having a long week where I'm tired, like Saturday night when the kids go to bed, like I want to sit and watch a movie. Yeah. See, so I'm kind of like that type where once the kids go to bed, I want uninterrupted conversation because when the kids are up, you're managing, they're talking to you all the time. They're mom, mom. They're talking to you all the time. It's hard to talk to your spouse, but I've just learned to tell them to be quiet. <laughs> right. For real. It's muscled again. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I've learned to just tell them to be quiet. Yeah, for real. I was going to say a part of our balance has been like standing up for each other to our kids. <laughs> <laughs> because like you said they will just bogart the situation of the conversation so like my husband and I are both communicators so like when he's finished with work he comes out of the office the kids are usually like chilling Uh, well Bryson I will say is usually chilling around 5 5 30 but Kendon as soon as he hears that office door open he wants to talk to dad he wants to go in and he wants him to come play and he wants to, you know, whatever. But my husband, a part of his like decompressing is talking to me through some of the things that has happened throughout the day. Yeah. And I enjoy hearing about his day too, because I talk to kids all day long. So I want to hear some adult conversation. Okay. So, you know, he work at HR, so he be having all the juicy stories and stuff. So I'll be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we usually try to have the kids, the kids play in the room while we talk for like 10 minutes or whatever. So, <clears throat> Kendon already knows, like, he'll tell him like, hey, I'm going to talk to your mom and then I'll come in your room and I'll play. Yeah. But he doesn't care. He likes to bogart the conversation. He'll jump in between the two of us and he'll say, mom, 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 mom. And so my husband will step in and be like, your mom and I are talking. I need you to stop calling your mom's name. You've been calling her name all day long. I heard you. Give her a break (laughs) from calling her name. Can you wait five minutes? And then like, if he starts like, if he starts like talking back to his dad, I'm like, don't talk to him back to your dad. Like we kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> we defend each other because sometimes Kendi be trying to gang up on us. Him and himself <laughs> is you know, enough that we'd be like, dang, calm down. Or if, um, you know, if one of us is overwhelmed, we kind of like jump in um, and take, take, whatever kid off of their hands if Bryson is having a spaz attack and I hear him getting frustrated I'll go and rescue him you know things like that that kind of like show each other show it shows us that we're on the same team yeah each other's back and it it bonds us together as well because it's like and then our kids know that we're a team and they can't get over on us and um so that's something that we always incorporate um i feel like it's a good balancing act for us and then also um the pillow talk we love to like talk before we go to bed (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um that was something that we did before we had kids like we would just lay in the bed and talk for hours and so 
whenever we get the opportunity to do that, we try to make time for that. Um, and as time, as time, as our first son got older, we got better with the date nights. Um, we try to at least do something once a month. So that helps us to be able to not forget about each other um, because you can get so caught up in the kids and their activities and, you know, taking them to birthday parties and trying to do fun stuff for them on the weekends, but you can't forget about your partner because they're the one who, who were there before them and they're the ones who are going to be there after them. So yeah, if you don't nurture that relationship along the way. You'll look up, your kids will be 18 and you won't even know the person you've been living with. Yeah, that's scary. So it's important to, to still cultivate that relationship because if that relationship is not strong, everything else is going to fall to the wayside. Everything. And you don't want to, you don't want your kids to get that view of marriage. You want them yeah. to be a positive, loving, um, my son always goes, ew, when we kiss each other, but we want him to see us, us kiss. We want him to see us hug and lay on the couch together and like, so he can have a positive view, view of what a healthy marriage looks like. So, yeah. Um, this whole topic of balancing marriage and motherhood is so important because it's the first view of what your kids is going gonna, is gonna to get of how their life could potentially look one day. So right. if there's no balance and they see that mom's whole life is about us, then <clears throat> they're just going to grow up thinking that's how the way it's supposed to be. And right. Me personally, I don't want my kids to see that. I want them to know that mommy and daddy's relationship is important, just as important as mommy and daddy's relationship with them. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough because you feel like, especially as a woman, you know, we always carry the load of the nurturing and some husbands are more needy than others. <laughs> they want to be nurtured just as much as the kids do okay don't it's, let don't let them get sick lord, oh, lord. so Ooh. sometimes it could feel like not sometimes it is a lot of pressure it is a lot of pressure to show up for everybody but the, that's why the balance is important it's not all on your shoulders yeah it's on the shoulders of the both of you but it can easily be all on your shoulders if you yeah. allow it to be. If you allow it. Yeah. You have to speak up about it. If you if you feel like you're drowning, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, you have to be able to speak up about it. And sometimes it's not a sp safe space to speak about it, depending on your situation. Um, but... That's why it's important to try to figure out think whatever is going to work for you. Like we're speaking of things that work for us. And yeah. if it's something that you haven't thought about and you want to adopt that, I highly suggest it. Um, a couple of tips that we wanted to just go ahead and like send y'all off with um, that we already discussed was, you know, keeping that line of communication open. Um, yeah and making sure that you and your spouse feel comfortable enough to talk to each other about anything. So yeah. whatever that looks like for you to be able to let them know that this is a safe space and 
you know, you can talk to me about anything. I'm not going to take offense to it unless you're like blatantly offending me. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes you have to preface the conversation with that. Like, this is a safe space. You can let me know if I hurt your feelings. If I said something that threw you off for the rest of the week, let me know so that I can correct that. And then you should be able to voice your same thoughts and concerns to your spouse. And if you're not in a place to where you can do that, then, you know, a therapist can help, like having an outside party, somebody to, because it's important. Like yeah. if, you're, if you're married, this is not something that you should just skip over. Like yeah. it's gonna set you up to have a better relationship with your spouse and your children in a healthy household overall. Um, and then like the scheduled check-ins, that's something that we, um, that me and my husband do, um, not necessarily scheduled all the time, but if you feel like you need to schedule it, then don't be afraid to do that. But, um, you know, just how you feeling? How, you know, how are you feeling this week? Like, you know, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, um, whatever you want to talk about, just having that time set aside, always scheduling time with each other and then create a routine. And I think a lot of times the moms, we create the routine, but I think that if you include the dad in the routine or as far as like allowing them the opportunity to have an opinion about how the routine should go, if they want to, sometimes they don't really, yeah. they're like, just tell me what to do. But yeah. if they're the type of dad that's like, you got it, I ain't doing it cause you got it and you, you never include me and da 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 find something for them to do so that they can feel included. Yeah, because sometimes they just need a job. They just need yeah. something to do. And they be loving their little job. So <laughs> <laughs> feel like you need to give them a little job so they can feel included and it'll make your experience better and they won't feel like you just taking over. Do what you gotta do, sis. Okay. Get it off your plate. Yeah. Don't feel like you gotta do everything. That's a part of balance too. You ain't got to do everything. You got anything else to add, girl? Listen, give them a job, and then when they get it, when they get good at that job, give them another, give them another job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are blessed in that regard that we do have husbands that are hands on. Yeah, and want to be hands on. But this is my thing, like. Kendra, I don't know, Kendra. Listen, listen. This is towards the end of the podcast, okay? Right. Listen. If you want to have kids, marry somebody who want to have kids who want yes. to be a father. Yes. Yeah. Because it makes a huge difference. It absolutely does. Like when I met Josh, his he wanted to have kids right away. He wanted to have kids then, and he was like, I'm 19 and I want to have kids right now I want to be a dad like I want to be a dad I want to be a dad right now and I was like no <laughs> right you tripping <laughs> calm down calm down cowboy <laughs> yeah I was like okay no no but the thing is one of his such a big goal in his life was to be a dad to be a father that that yeah. was like you know a personal highlight of his own life that he looked forward to yeah that's important 
and it just it i really feel like it really makes a difference yeah because some of these men do not even want to be fathers and they just end up <laughs> yeah oh my and then you wonder why they they're so disconnected and they don't they're not involved you know know who you're marrying have these conversations ahead of time and for those who are i know we're talking about marriage today but for those of you who are single that those are things to consider um yeah. if you already have a child and you want to have more children in the future you know just think about really think about who you the father who you would want to father what type of man you would want to father your children so even yeah. if you already have a child and you're single that next person is going to also be a father figure to your child that you already have so and you've already done it so you know what you can get and what yeah. you don't want to get so just take that into consideration it's okay to have those conversations like it's not it's better to have those conversations and to be open and honest and hopefully you get a partner that's open and honest and if they not they might not be the partner for you because yeah. you want somebody that's going to be open and honest and to be sure of what they want yeah like i don't know if i really want to have kids like that i don't even know it's like bro okay then don't, don't, yeah. don't even go down that road like if he doesn't know then he probably don't <laughs> <laughs> it depends on your age yeah our, um our demographic today and it was like 45 to 59 was a high percentage of people that listen so I don't, you know what i don't know if that's still from the old from the old. oh okay because i was like that's interesting but <laughs> no I, <laughs> no i think that those numbers are still not quite updated because this platform used to be a podcast by myself uh, by myself and so I think when I originally started the podcast by myself it was before a lot of people had podcasts so there was kind of a a different demographic that was listening to podcasts at the time yeah because I was like "Mm, that's an interesting demographic but yeah so if you are single these are things that you can put in your back pocket for later um you know, things to look for, things to talk about with the person you're dating. Um, Not if it's your first date, don't do that. But um, we will have someone on in the future as well to talk about um, being a single mom and um, things like that. So salute to y'all. Thank you guys for listening to this. But um, I'm sure it's some nuggets that you guys could pull out of this as well if you're not single. And if you're married, let us know um, on our next post on Instagram um, some things that you guys do to balance motherhood and marriage. Because it's an ongoing process. It's something that you have to keep learning um, at different areas in life as your kids grow older and start getting involved in more things and, you know, getting older and going to high school and things are going to change then um but i look forward to them growing up and being more independent (laughs) 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 more time to do the things that you want to do but then i'm sure i'm going to be sad when they get older too but yeah that's just motherhood yeah that's just being somebody's mama somebody's mama it is a journey 
practice adjourned. Yes. So what are some things you're looking forward to next week? Next week is, I have like a bunch of stuff on the calendar for the rest of the month. But uh, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. Uh, It's so funny. Like a lot of people that I talk to them, when I mention it, they're like, it is. I'm like, yeah, girl, you better get on it. Uh, so yeah father's day is this weekend but my husband actually has to go out of town so for work so um we'll probably be celebrating before or after he comes back but so i'll be celebrating with my father this weekend so i'm looking forward to that and um hopefully getting some rest and um creating some content for my youtube channel because i haven't posted in like two weeks so yeah what about you nice nice uh you know i have to um go to downtown la and pick up some new arrival stuff and honestly my schedule is so packed with kid stuff right now and i'm just kind of letting them have a ball with it because they're gonna go back to school in two months or so so i'm in kumon twice a week taekwondo twice a week gymnastics once a week downtown la once a week shoot new arrivals ship the orders and doc arise doctor's appointment if so it's kind of like it's kind of like that definitely sounding like somebody's mama right now with that schedule yeah and i'm the one that created it i'm the one that created the schedule i done booked myself that's that's mommy guilt right there I know it's fun for the kids though to have stuff to do and not just have to like sit at home and like you know whatever I definitely want to get Kendon signed up for soccer oh yeah that'll be fun yeah but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode don't forget to leave us a rating and review yes please 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 give us five stars it takes two seconds on Apple Podcasts. Just go tell us something good and give us five stars. Um, and holler at us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. We post every day. And yeah, so hit us up in the comments and in the DMs. And we will catch you guys next Wednesday. See you next week. Bye bye.